All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The first selection of the National Hockey League draft belongs to the Daily Faceoff podcast comes to you courtesy of the Nation Network. The first overall pick in the 2015 NHL Draft. Gretzky had it, lost it, Eisenman picks it up. Eisenman moving, blue line, jam, stop! Stop! And it's 9 o'clock on a Saturday night as they're lining up for a ginger ale. Way to go, gang. Into the zone, Sikora kicks it out, got it back near side, Korea. Korea, the fans want one. Daily Face Off. The Daily Face Off. The Daily Face Off podcast with your host, Brock Sagan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to season four, episode 31 of the Daily Face Off podcast, brought to you by Odd Shark. Uh, I'm your host, Brock Segan. Beams, you're back. How's it going, Beams? I'm back. I'm back from my hiatus. Feeling good. Um, you know, I just lost my voice for a month. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, a couple, couple off days there. Um, but you know what? The mic missed me, and I missed the mic, so. You were just nervous that the Avs weren't going to be able to hang in the playoffs. Well, they've was. done more than just hangs. So you're like, all right, I feel safe enough to come back on the mic. No, what it was, I was so absolutely petrified from losing that draft pick yet again, having the same, uh, literally deja vu from 2016 when Jersey took the, the first overall pick. Worked out last time. Oh, right? the best odds. It did. It did, but I just, I just don't like it as much. Kevin Carr literally looks like the best player in that Ever. Draft. <laughs> Ever. I wouldn't go that far, but he and does look like the best player in that draft ever. class right now, and they got him. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I made that point on an Instagram com- comment, and it was like the first thing I've ever commented on a fan thing. Um, and then like four guys came to me, and I'm like, "This is why you don't, you, you, you don't say anything." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been like, I've been scrolling through those stupid Instagram comments lately, and actually responding, and I'm like, "Why no, doing don't?" Because then the second I catch you, one, I'll chirp you, and two, you just you don't want to be the guy sitting there and like. People I just, piss some, you off. Some, some, piss you people, off. some people are just so dumb. Yeah. I just, sometimes I'm like, oh, you gotta just say something no. just to prove them wrong. The amount of times I'm on the john and I'm sitting there it. and I'm, I'm ready to push, push, come yeah. and I just... I backstage, say, backstage, backstage, don't backstage, do it, I'm like, yeah. it's okay, it's not worth it. <laughs> no, definitely. You don't need that smoke. No. <laughs> so your abs are up 2-1. Yeah. Dylan D. Berthium on the mic again, as always. Your Leafs are up 2-1. Uh, yeah, both, both played tonight. A lot of winners uh, in this room. So yeah. we're not gonna get into those games too much. Both shitting bricks over here, fully clenched, to say the least. Oh, buddy. Uh, been a pretty nerve-wracking yeah. uh, week or so. Close games. I mean, Colorado blew out Calgary. Uh, yeah, not close, but... Game three, yeah. but I don't, at least Le- for me, it's been Leafs quite took, nerve-wracking. Uh, Leafs took care of Boston pretty handily in game one. Yeah, well, I mean, it was still... Uh, 
they scored the third one late in the second, and then you know three one lead against Boston. It doesn't feel like the most secure thing in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Le- Leafs uh, fans are yeah. Once uh, Charlie took that a little bit more yeah, than most. Charlie took that penalty with about five minutes left, and that pretty much put a wrap yeah. on things. Uh, but yeah, even uh, like even the Boston uh, the game Boston one kind of it was close for the most part, and then oh, and Caffrey just like here you go. Yeah. <laughs> or sorry, not Caffrey Nylander. Uh, oh yeah, the, uh, the, just the hey, hey, there was a here you go, and then Kadri was like, "Hey, you want a five minute power play, boys?" Oh, yeah, boy. seriously, yeah, because that that was still a, a two goal game when Kadri took that face. penalty. Yeah. yeah, can we talk about that a little bit before we get into the games? Uh, first of all, playoff hockey's back and it's fun as hell. Like I, there are I, fights I love, everywhere. I, I love the scrums awesome. and the fights and stuff. But man, Kadri literally could have just jumped. DeBrus. Yeah. Dropped the mitts and jumped him. Yeah. Maybe gets five, probably doesn't get suspended. You just can't cross check him in not the face. The approach, yeah. <laughs> like yesterday, Cal Clutterbuck essentially jumped, um, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, jumping's fine. Uh, oh, Gensel. Jumping's like basically fine. just ju- cross checked him once, jumped on top of him, punched him a couple times in the head. Yeah. Didn't even get a penalty. Um, so all Kadri has to do is just keep uh, some composure, I suppose, and just jump him. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's kind of where the NHL has gotten. You just can't so really funny, do anything. Just telling them, keep your composure and just jump Exactly. Them, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, That's all he really needed to do. But no, realistically. Outside but of he's that. He's probably worried Char was just going to pull him off like a little child and just rag Yeah, the Brascov's not the best yeah. fighting matchup no. for him either, straight up. So, uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting because it ends up being like two very selfish plays and back-to-back playoffs from Kadri. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both of those instances started in like a selfless spot. Like he's trying, yeah. like his teammate gets absolutely steamrolled, and he's trying to stick up for his teammates. And in doing that, he makes a very selfish play and takes himself out of the series, pretty much. It almost pretty much like he year, stopped. It's pretty much the exact same thing. It almost looked like he stopped and like thought about like I should do this. Fuck it, and yeah. then just buried. That's him what anyway. really made it worse than anything. Right? There was clearly enough time for him to think about yeah. what he was doing. <laughs> But can we talk about the NHL uh, Department of Player Safety? <laughs> like, what is that suspension? Yeah, you don't like that. That's just such a. It, it's just such a cop out. It's so season. weird. I don't know. It was funny. I, I, I went to a bar prior. Yeah, they're trying to avoid like any uh, anything that could happen with him returning to the yeah. lineup, right? I think they but saw it. It just seems so that, weird to me. That um, game got. It was like, uh, like he he basically or the NHL Department of Player Safety just didn't really want to make a decision. It's like whatever, we'll get him. Uh, we'll get him out of this series. No big deal. I got to a bar right prior to game three, and uh, Tim, and, Tim and Sid were on. <laughs> and, like, you couldn't even – there's no volume on. But then you look up at the screen, and right as, like – it was right as, like, it got announced. Yeah. And I, don't, I can't remember if it was Tim or Sid. One of them was just, like – you could read their lips. Just, do your job! <laughs> like, just, just give them a number. I but I agree, though. It's such, it's it's a huge cop-out. It's just, you know, you got to give the guy – Give him a couple. Give him a chance to come back. I guess in a way, yeah. and or, a, or and don't give him a chance. Yeah. In a way, know, it doesn't know. really make sense, right? If he deserves five games, he shouldn't have a chance of coming back earlier. If he deserves three games, he shouldn't have to sit out any extra time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's in a spot now where the Leafs could win tonight and then again on Friday, and all of a sudden, Kadri only misses three games. You know? Yeah. yeah like, good, good penalty. Good penalty. <laughs> not, not a bad. Penalty. <laughs> and uh, I guess we should get into the playoffs now. The rest of the series. Uh, the biggest. Surprise, I think, in hockey history. Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets sweeping the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, um, history off. I wouldn't say nobody saw this coming, but uh, very I few I called did. it in three on Twitter, Brock. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that, <laughs> but I did. We all knew it was going to be a sweep. We just didn't see this it, one. It was easy. Um, I mean, you two had, them as, had it as a sweep uh, in favor of, of the Lightning. Yeah. I had Lightning in five, so not much better. I was half right. Yeah. <laughs> had the exactly. sweep, had exactly. the sweep yeah. down pat. Did you see why I called the Columbus sweep, though? That video was so bad. Oh, yeah. Tam- that, the yeah. Tampa fans, I don't yeah. know. Someone released the video, and it was just terrible, and I'm convinced that's why they lost. Yeah. It wasn't good. No, it was... Hey, guys, if you make a video, you don't have to release it. Um that's, the it. Zamb- that's all I want. Zamboni to say. one, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, it was like oh, the Zamboni. This isn't pumping anyone. Zamboni. Up. I was like, this is somebody's got to turn this off. But that's why Columbus wanted four games. Probably um, is absolutely crazy series. I love seeing it because you know what? An owner finally believed in his guys. Yeah. Let's see him. You know, let's see him get some some payment for that. This is great. Give yeah, that's something. why I tweeted out yesterday. Like Yarmo Kekalainen's really awesome. got to be the happiest guy yeah. ever. Uh, he went all in. Uh, mortgaged. The, the Blue Jackets' future, uh, you know, it's still only one round, but early returns, very good. Uh, they, they just, they, the Lightning couldn't get anything going. I mean, no, it was. Columbus just played uh, such a strong, structured game, uh, very similar to the other series we're going to talk about, the Penguins and Islanders. The Penguins, same thing. Uh, they had an even more difficult time than the, than the Lightning did. They just couldn't get the puck to the middle of the ice at all. Uh, 
you know, trots and torts, man. Dominated by um, the well, fourth very, line. You know, two extremely strong coaching. Yeah, I, uh, I, I would say that I think Columbus going over 50% on the power play in the series probably had uh, something to do with it as well. Yes. Uh, hard to win a playoff series. Uh, 50% on the penalty When goal. you're killing less than half of uh, the penalties that you take. The one thing we kept talking about was, you know, obviously Bobrovsky needed to be great to give Columbus a chance yeah. to win. And after he uh, well, we was thought, lit up yeah. the first period of game one, he was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, he did everything he needed to. And we said, though, on last week's podcast that even if Bobrovsky stands on his head, I still don't know if it's going to be enough because Vasilevsky is also, the yeah. best goalie in the NHL. And he had a tough series. He, yeah, he, yeah, he, he struggled. did not look like the same Vasilevsky uh, from the regular season. Obviously, um, you know, I, I tweeted out a couple things about this series, and a lot of people reached out to me and said, "Hey, man, like the Lightning haven't played a meaningful game all season, and, and Columbus has been in the playoffs for the last, you know, since the trade deadline, uh, essentially." So I don't know how much stock you put into that, but nothing. Uh, but nothing. Yeah, I was <laughs> Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets were in playoff mode team. for a little bit, but boy, like I don't know, like. I've seen a lot of Bruins and a lot of Leafs fans ecstatic about this, how they don't have to go through the Lightning anymore. But I don't know if you really, like, as a Leaf fan, do you, like, if you guys get past Boston, do you even want to run in this Columbus team right now? I'm so much happier to face Columbus <laughs> than Tampa Bay. Yes. <laughs> sure. I think so. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, they, have, they have 62 wins in the regular yeah. season. I'd take anyone else. Let them the cool NHL. off a little bit while yeah. you guys fight it out. It's awesome that. what Columbus was able to do. I did not see it coming at all. Um, like, they didn't look like the same team that won 62 games, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I'm not about to just totally, you know, uh, not scared, not as scared of Columbus as you would. Yeah. Have I'm not going to write off the first 82 games of the year because yeah. Columbus was hot for four there was games. Power rankings, you'd that, still have the lightning. Yeah. Lightning. I'd be yeah. concerned about shutting down the power play. And I think if you can get that 50% down closer to 20, then you, you know, you probably got a pretty good chance <laughs> of winning the series. Uh, but yeah, I, the power play is impressive. They got two units that are, are clicking pretty simultaneously right now and they split time. So, um, that is frightening. But obviously, you know, uh, and it was it was weird that that was the one area where uh, that really failed Tampa Bay with special teams because that's kind of where they were above and beyond like the yeah. most dominant team in the league on both sides all season long, uh, and it just was not there for them. Again, we're talking about four games: Kucherov out for one of them, Hedman out for two of them. So I, obviously, that has something to do with it. Uh, but yeah, some crazy turn of events. I mean, when you talk about being down three nothing after the first period, I was feeling pretty good about my uh, Tampa and four pick after that first period. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, it just, I, I'm sure like mo- most of you guys, most people stopped watching. That started game. feeling bad for them. Almost yeah. like, oh my god, are they even gonna let them breathe? Um, they could literally. It was. Just, it, was it was mostly yeah, crazy yeah. because it was like Tampa three that just did all the damage to like, oh boy, they're yeah. already down three nothing. And Kucherov, Stamkos, not even haven't even heard from him. Yet. Um, but then Kucherov gets suspended. Obviously hurts. Um, yeah, no, Victor Hedman just killed them. Like yeah, point no, 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 Anton Strallman. Yeah, point um, disappeared. I think, you know, even just watching Game Four, I'm like, I don't know how they could win this game. Like they were struggling. Yeah, so Stamkos much with Dan Girardi. Mikel Sergachev didn't have a great series. Braden Coburn looked, you know, good at times. But they, all those guys, well, outside of Sergachev, but like Ryan Girardi, and Girardi and, yeah. and well, Sergachev, that was that was when I started to get really worried. Like even after Game Two, I was like, "Hey, Tampa, Tampa can still do this." But then when when Hedman goes out, uh, and everyone seemed to just kind of think Sergachev would just take over seamlessly on the top power play unit, and that's really not the way it's been. This year, it's not the way it's happened. They've even kind of been forced to go to, uh, with McDonough there at times this season. Yeah. So I was it's pretty like a worried about that. In the I, league, I think yeah. that's what it really cost them. You know, just going down to nothing in the circumstances that happened was, I think, crushing enough. But then you look at going into Game Three without Hedman and Kucherov, uh, it almost writes off the series at that point. All they needed was above average goaltending from Bob, and he was going to take them the rest of the way. That's what ended up happening. Pretty crazy, it got to that point. Obviously. Uh, did not see that coming because you can talk all you want about how Columbus played competitive games down the stretch, but they didn't look that great until Bob caught fire. Uh, what was it those last eight games? I think yeah. he went seven yeah. one to close and then they were the unstoppable. But it's not like the team was playing that great in front of them. Like he, they were scoring goals, sure, but the defense still was pretty uh, lackluster for the most part, and they were just getting bailed out by some extremely hot goaltending. Uh, but again, that's what the Stanley Cup playoffs comes down to more often than not. It's your goaltender as much as anything getting hot at the right time. Uh, so maybe Bob keeps it going. Uh, it'd be a pretty uh, interesting narrative for sure for, for a guy that's been such a solid regular season performer in his career and kind of has struggled in the playoffs and the little time that he spent there. Yeah, I think uh, we talked about he was like five and twelve in his first seventeen. With yeah, Columbus. and then obviously a, a pretty much a very disappointing regular season up until the last month or so. 
Uh, and then, you know, for him to obviously be uh, the Vesna winner of the first round of the playoffs anyway is pretty impressive, I would say, and uh, shocking. I, I think it's part of why no one saw this coming. Yeah. Um, you give it to him over Robin, Robin Lane? I mean, I would just because he had to play the Lightning. Yeah, I think just shutting out or shutting down like that, that fire. I just wanted to make a case for Robin Lane. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into Robin Lane a little bit. I love Robin Lane too, but uh, I I think the mental composure too, like you said, to go down 3 0 early in the first period. And then he made some really, he didn't face too many shots after that in that game, but he made some, uh, had some, faced some high danger chances early on in the second period when the game was still 3 0. He made some big time saves that. You know, if he doesn't, maybe we're not even talking about an upset, let alone a sweep at this point. So, but even yesterday, like Vasilevsky could, you know, he played extremely well. It could have been, you know, an eight, uh, eight goal game before all yeah, the empty. That's seven three score. Yeah, a little misleading. They yeah, for sure. Uh, also, but, they're bringing in a nineteen year old kid they took in the second round, and he's scoring right away. Tessie, uh, you're, Tessie, you're done. You're done. Uh, heading into yesterday's game, Bobrovsky had stopped sixty nine of seventy one shots. That's a nine seventy two save percentage after that first period. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he made, I don't know exactly how many saves. Let me pull it up here. He made uh, 30 saves on 33 shots yesterday. So uh, he saved 99 of the last 100 and something shots that he's faced. <laughs> 106. Uh, but, all right. <laughs> I don't know the, the percentage of that one. Matthew Over Shane, 930. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Shane, seven points in four games. Panner in five points in four games. Rurensky, five points in four games. Uh, all of your Bjorkstrand looked extremely impressive in the first round as well. Four yep. points, two goals. Part of uh, that led the team, season rush, too. Led the yeah. team uh, with 14 shots on goal. Like you said, Texier. Uh, we he, talked about Bjorkstrand a few times this year. He's been productive whenever he's moved up the lineup. He's yeah. just kind of yo-yoed up and down so much that he hadn't really uh, been able to sustain any sort of production. So, uh Good, nice to see him get a skate alongside Dubois and Panarin. It, I think it really balances up their lineup a lot Absolutely. more too when you can drop Atkinson down to the second line. And Josh Anderson, uh, you know, only two points to show for his efforts, but I felt like he had a really dominant series. He played, uh, you know, he's a yeah. he's a kid that's just literally born and playing the playoffs. Yeah, and even their fourth Big, line, right? Fast, like, uh, you have Boone Jenner centering your fourth line right now. That's yeah. crazy. That, yeah. that, that kind of depth, uh, you know, I, they pretty much rolled four lines in the first round, and that I, I think, you know, it, it goes a long way. Uh, into explaining what happened in that series, at least at 5v5. Just being able to have four lines and not really have to worry about uh, kind of trying to find minutes for your fourth line, right? Because that was their second line yeah. for most of the year. Yeah, was, absolutely. was the Jenner line. So, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. And it, we did talk about it as a strength of them going into the, se- uh, into the series, but it didn't feel like it should really matter that much yeah. going against a team like the Lightning. Ultimately, it does. Uh, I think it comes down to goaltending and special teams more than anything, but for the length sure. of that lineup definitely... Uh, came into play heading into the second round two uh before we move on they're without their third and fourth defenseman uh for most of if not the entire series new got hurt in game two uh mm-hmm. as their number four defenseman and ryan murray's been out for a lengthy period of time david uh, savard played great yeah. david savard oh, yeah. played phenomenally and he um, is he's all yeah, he's, he's locked those minutes for years and uh but ryan murray's uh you know will be a huge upgrade on you know a scott harrington or an adam clendenning uh he was maybe be, good last yeah time. yeah but i'm just saying ryan murray will be a big yeah. upgrade for them uh, if think. he can get back for the second round mm-hmm. uh hasn't played a game in a while so i'm, I'm sure this nice layoff will give him a chance to get healthy uh another sweep though that nobody really saw coming the islanders and uh, they beat the Penguins for nothing. Yep. Uh, we talked about it in the last week's show. The, our concern was that they might be too reliant on their goaltending, didn't have enough firepower to to score um, with the Penguins. Even if uh, Lander played great, Lander did play great. Yep. Um, and they just limited the Penguins. They just uh, wanted Gensel it more. Crosby. They won every single battle. Every single yep. battle. Gensel Crosby, ridiculous. no points through the first three games. They got on the board eventually early in Game Four, uh, but. Lander just outstanding. The Penguins really, just like the Lightning, couldn't get anything going really at 5-on-5. Five five. It seemed they had such a hard time getting the puck to the middle of the ice. Mm-hmm. You've got the Islanders kind of playing this 1-4 system, really yeah. limiting uh, the Penguins' chances, and, and they steamrolled them. They really did. Uh, it never really seemed in doubt. Uh, the, the, you know, they kind of they took their early lead in the series, and they, they kind of ran with it from there. Lander continued his regular season success. Uh, and can we talk about Jordan Everly for a minute? I mean, a goal in all four games. Sniping left and right. Uh, four goals is. on 15 shots in four games uh, for Everly. Yeah, another guy with a very disappointing regular season. Just uh, turning it on. In the Even playoffs. Matt Barzell didn't have a fantastic regular season. Pretty solid. Five assists in four yeah, games. he was a monster. Uh, Josh Bailey added an empty netter yesterday. Gave him three goals in four games. Uh, Brock Nelson had three goals in four games as well. Uh, just, you know, I still don't see it. I tweeted it out. I just don't see it. 
Uh, but when you play yeah. when you play as structured of a game as they do, and with Robin Lander playing the way that he is, this team can go yeah. deep. They Anyone need, can they, go deep uh, with 930 goals. They need those next series at the Nassau, though. Going back to Barclays, I know it doesn't seem like it makes a huge difference, but I think that it realistically it does. I've heard from outside sources that the Barclays just doesn't get going like the Nassau anywhere close. Um well, I think and we've at least have to, to go there in round three. Yeah, yeah. Be a little bit less of a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is but, all but, just setting up for Tavares having yeah. to go to Long Island in uh, in game seven. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> Robin Lander, 9.56 save series, percentage though, in the first round. It's just, uh, like, they're at the Barclays for the next two, so it's yeah. just... Uh, I, 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 I just think it doesn't help them at all. Because um, clearly they were, they were moving off that energy. When your fourth line comes out and just scores the first shift of the first game... Yeah. Um, well, that fourth line played a ton of minutes the whole it's series. It's hilarious that they just start him every game. It's like it's like a little kid playing. He NHL, uses it, dude. He straight uses him against the Crosby line for yeah, both of their home it, games. And, and it, it's insane. They, and they dominate. Like he's him. using Matt Martin against Sidney Crosby. It's almost like he could have played. <laughs> I case the Zeke has been outstanding all yeah. season. I, I, obviously, that's a big part of it. Uh, but pretty crazy. I mean, you can get away with that, and it really you know uh, sets up for some soft matchups uh, down the line. Yeah, exactly. You've got uh, yeah Brock Nelson led all forwards with 18. Uh, 45 per game, but Big horse. not too far behind. You've got 16 minutes per game for Casey Sezikis uh, and uh, Matt Martin, 12 minutes a night in the playoffs. Yeah, and well. where's Philpila at? Uh, Philpila's uh, 14.34 per game. Right, so that's your third-line center playing two minutes less than your fourth-line center. So yeah. and it, it happened a lot this year where the Sezikis line was pretty much the, the de facto third line, but they just kept uh, yeah, listing them a, as the fourth. Just makes more sense when Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck are on your wings, I think. But, uh, yeah, another... I mean, it's it's more of a traditional play, but now in today's NHL, it's pretty unconventional. Well, if you, you look at it, fourth line against the top line, but I, it's just Barry Trotz at work. If you look at it in terms of time on ice, you got Brock Nelson leading the way, Josh Bailey, Cal Clutterbuck, third most minutes yeah. on the team, Casey Sezikis, fourth most minutes, Jordan Eberle, Anders Lee, Matt Barzell, seventh on the team in minutes, uh, then Philippe Lacoon, Hackle, Komarov, Martin, Beauvillier. So, um, Definitely not the way that a lot of teams roll their lines, uh, but when you're playing more of a, of a defensive style of hockey and not so worried about putting pucks in the net as keeping them out of your own net, I guess that's the way to go. Yes, sir. Uh, Barry Trotz has had a lot of success, so I'm not about to doubt him uh, at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're not going to touch too much on tonight's games just because we don't want to talk about how the Leafs maybe have a 2-1 lead tonight and what it could, you know, we don't know they could wake up tomorrow tied 2-2 or with a 3-1 lead in the series. So we're not going to get too much into that one. Uh, but the other Easter Conference series, uh, really spicy uh, there in Game 3. The Hurricanes with a dominant, dominant, dominant uh, 5-0 win. I mean, fuck, they held those guys to like 9 shots through like 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, everyone's got to have a down night. Oh my so god, it was nuts. Still going to be Washington. But uh, Washington now still hold the 2-1 lead. Yeah. Uh, Carolina, Not Raleigh right. was bumping uh, as they have been all season. They just had to sacrifice one 19-year-old rookie to the to, yeah. <laughs> to the stars, yeah. and then they got it. They got a win. Literally I did tells, not. I was, to the I was not a fan of that. Hey, fight it all. Nod your head. That is a bad take, yeah. sir. If someone yeah. asks you to fight, you there's he absolutely did, well, nothing wrong I heard, with that. I agree. Fighting. Bad take. That's a bad take. I, what I, I heard. What I, I heard. heard that you weren't the only one with that take. Yeah, I will say that much. Yeah, but I you're not alone. I just, I just think like some guys in my face and you ask me to fight, I'm gonna fight and if he, I feel I can take right, the guy. Right. And I'm, a, I'm a pacifist. But if you do that, if you do that, nod. If you do that every time, that's totally fine. You know what I mean? Like if Ovechkin, if every guy that challenged Ovechkin, Ovechkin's like, fine, let's go. But they don't. But literally, they asked each other though. He did the nod. But like a little different, bro. Ovechkin around blowing people up all the time and people always try to scrap Ovechkin. Yeah, but he can't... He's, like, nah, nah, he, he's got to be smart fight. about it too, dude. He can't get hurt. Yeah, right. Smart, smart by only fighting 19-year-olds or Brandon Dubinsky. I guess. Man. They still agreed to it. What's though? wrong with fighting um, Brandon Dubinsky? That dude's yeah, massive. That guy's big. I'm just saying that was his last fight. Yeah, I know. Right? Nine not, years ago. It's a big one. I know. No, I, I no, I, I just, I disagree. I, yeah. I, the kid clearly asked him to fight and he probably wasn't well, expecting Ovi. Everything I've heard is that he did not ask him to fight. Like, Ovi laid the There's first There's video footage of him looking at him yeah. and nodding his head. Well, yeah, they were both that like, is, let's go, let's go. I, but Ovi asked him to go. Oh, who cares who asked who? You well, that's, to fight. I just think you're a grown-ass man fighting a 19-year-old. It's just it's pathetic. They're on the same ice, man. I understand. Give I just Brock, think, like, two, two just Why are you going at him for five seconds in the middle of the play then yeah. if you're not prepared to get your ass kicked. And I'm right. normally not on this side you of the fence. Know, you gotta and know. You know as like, long as it's in the game, dude, you can't get on a guy for taking a fight time, because it's advantageous for him. Like yeah. a, a guy like Ovi should only be taking those kind of fights if he at is. At the same time... And he got his team fired up. Not that it really mattered in the end. No, it didn't at all. Sveshnikov, like they were trading. Sveshnikov just as easily could have landed that That's shot. That's what I'm saying. And, and dropped Ovi and he would have been a god. 
Yeah, and then Which is fine. just cracked his jaw two punches in a row. Yeah, oh, just pummeled. He was like he already, went over top of him. He was like he already was kind of woozy after like, the first one. The second time, he's clearly out on the way down. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I just think, like, I just couldn't yeah. imagine It was an unfortunate like, result, and uh, I personally don't think, you know, don't yeah. think he needs to be in the game. Or if you don't play a fire, you're going to get probably be a little bit more of a, a penalty for it than, you know, just sitting out five minutes. Uh, oh, coincident. Let's not get into that, though, here, because I'm on a different side, and we could go for it. Understandable. I'm just saying, I'm just using that to illustrate yeah. uh, how wrong Brock is. Yeah. I just, oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> just sitting here as, like, a, <laughs> like, 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 as a 27-year-old, not a big dude, but if, like, a 19-year-old's like, let's go, I'm like, man, like, you're, like, I guarantee you'd fight him. I guarantee you. Bro. It's just different, man. I don't think I'd fight a kid. Everyone's He's on the so same young. Ice, you're in the playoff. <laughs> no, I know. I just, I don't, I just don't love the fact you're that Special Scott just got his... Just, you're getting face up. You're not thinking, oh, this kid's 19. You're thinking, who the yeah. fuck's this guy? But clearly, the issue is with the hot-headed 19-year-old who goes after a guy 50 pounds larger than him. Yeah, right? who they he can. knows is the Russian god. Yeah. Don't it is crazy the they're both God. Russian. That's what I was like. I didn't expect them to not It was very reassuring to me to know that, like, if Ovechkin, like, at, like was if ever in a bar fight or anything, yeah, he'd just destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The crazy Because, like, he always kind of, like, you think that, right? Like, he's crazy. He's Russian. He's pretty, pretty big. We need guy. him to do this once every nine All years just to remind us. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay. I thought so. The, uh. I thought so. I wish that guy would be A hell of a player. He'll be Pretty unfortunate. He'll be fine. Hopefully he's back. This was happening. I'm not trying to make him play, but you don't go after a guy 50 pounds. Bigger than you. Still and not totally convinced that's how it works, but he'll be fine. Anyways. Um, talk about the series a little bit more. Big, big win. Uh, I was the only one that picked the Hurricanes coming in. Didn't look promising after nope. two games. Still doesn't. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I mean, that was about as decisive of a win as we've seen all playoffs. Nope, still does not. Um, Six times the charm, right? They've outplayed them every single time the two teams play, and it just hasn't mattered. The special team's too good for Washington. Too much talent on the capital side and goaltending normally on their side. Uh, obviously, you were big on Carolina for all the right reasons coming into the In terms series. of 5-on-5, five five, like, yes. it still dominated. Yes, but it was just hard for me to look at uh, a 4 nothing uh, season series in favor of the Capitals where they got outshot basically every game and it just did not matter. Uh, especially with the track record the Hurricanes <laughs> yeah. have had with that specific uh, problem the last two years. Um, so, yeah, you know, or seventh time's the charm, right? Yeah. Seventh time's the charm. 4-0 in the regular season. Yeah. And then two. So, yeah, and I'm pretty sure if they did not every game, definitely uh, five or six of the seven times they played, Carolina outshot the Capitals. Uh, so it doesn't always matter. That's kind of Carolina's MO, too. Uh, you know, not as much finishing skill as maybe uh, So you're still like. on the Capitals, you're saying? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. If Carolina wins Game Four, I was not surprised when I saw it. they did it every time. You should have, you should win games when you're out shooting. Have you seen the heat map for these two teams? You should also it's win games in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, for the series, <laughs> like Carolina. Yeah, I also don't love uh, like Washington's uh, makeup right now, like what they're rolling with. Uh, as much as I love Backstrom and Ovi, yeah, I think it I makes know. a lot of sense to have Backstrom on his own second line. Mm-hmm. I think Kuznetsov kind of struggles to uh, carry positive possession and play at five v five away from Ovi on his own. Uh, they, they moved over. I today. know, yeah. They're just going the complete opposite direction. Yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah. Get Tom Wilson away from Ovi, I suppose. I guess. I guess. Just, uh, well, they, they know that Ovi can hold his own. They saw Tagman Hags has been playing great. Yeah. He's going on the fourth line uh, tomorrow night. They know that Ovi doesn't Andre need any defense, has, though. hasn't worked, like, ever. Just never, never. We've loved him, but he just yeah, yeah. That, I was surprised that that's what they're opting to do right now. That so. guy needs a trade. You had uh, Washington in six, I believe, at, at last yep. week. Yep. Sticking with it? Yeah, it looks pretty promising right now. How about you? I believe I had the exact same thing. And, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Let's call Washington five. Oh, wow. <laughs> re-upping on it. I had Carolina I like in seven. Like I'm it. sticking with it. They're going to get a big win tomorrow, hopefully, and tie the series two up one, two one games are crazy it's good to see rally bumping again though yeah you know like like the difference of being down 3-1 and a, a tied series of 2-2 it's obviously massive right oh, yeah. so game oh. fours are just crazy as big as it gets yeah alright let's move to the western conference like I said earlier not gonna touch too much on the Colorado Calgary series uh, let's talk about it briefly though Biebs uh, your Cal- or Colorado guy um, they're big up 2-1 guy. Yeah. They're up 2-1. Uh, didn't look great in game one. Did you see who I picked to choose last, last week, too, to win this series? Yeah, Calgary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, coming in, um, Calgary just looked way better, head to toe. Um, and my main my main issue was the 3M line. Um, I mean, who isn't scared of that line? Mm-hmm. Colorado obviously has the strong first line, but so did, so did Calgary. And the thing is, M- Michael Backlund, who, or Mikel Backlund, however you want to say it, who was a plus 42 this year, is now a minus 3 in this series. And Matthew Chuck, who was a plus 31, is a minus 4 right now. So clearly, there's something going on there. Um, I mean, this could just be a really hot spell, but Colorado seems to have something right. 
Um, Nathan McKinnon is shooting his. I was just saying, Nathan McKinnon is the something that's he's right. The, he's he's the just so good. He's just proving that he's Him the best player uh, on the ice. Philip Grubauer. There, yeah, and yeah. Grubauer is playing good. Um, at one point, they were even talking though. If he loses game two, there, um, Varlamov goes in for three. So, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Looking... It's more of the situation I think yeah. than his actual play. Like he's been obviously. Yeah. Like, they, they've they, had the better goaltending. Yeah, they were two minutes away, though, from being Aside down, from the down shutout, 0-2. I think it was a shutout. Game Mike one, Smith right? just yeah. stood on his head. Oh, game that was one. ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the amount of glove saves. That guy was flashing glove. Well, I was long. honestly getting worried oh, watching that game. I was like, Calgary's not going to be able no. to make a cup run if Mike Smith has to play like not this. If he, yeah. The entire, for 25 games no. or whatever. And he just like, he even played great in the last game. He played phenomenal. He played great in game two. At this point in his career, that's kind of that's kind of what he does, right? He just kind of has some tough games, about three or four, and then he just flashes the old Mike Smith. Uh, a lot of goalies kind of age in that way, and that's how you get these middling sort of numbers. But it's kind of inconsistent play, right? And it's really tough to base a cup run off. Yeah, right? I mean, if that's you why can... I'm not. I'm surprised they're not, they haven't given Riddick a look yet. No. Um, yeah, Smith looks like he's going to start Game Four yeah. tonight. Uh, I mean, if if so, see that's a big decision because now if he loses again, okay, then you got to go ride or die with yeah, Riddick. Riddick, 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 Riddick and Riddick's cold. Yeah. yeah. Um, last game, it honestly looked like Colorado, like Colorado was playing with an extra guy the whole game with the amount of odd man rushes they yeah. had. There was all over him, nonstop, just just an onslaught. Um, And just Nathan McKinnon has just so clearly become uh, an upper echelon player in the NHL. Like, just so dominant. Yeah. So good. And just just the fact that he's playing himself in the tier above Goudreau right now is just, it's it's great to see as a fan. Uh, The first goal the other day, they're like just an absolute snipe. That overtime goal. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the bar. I think I almost flipped three tables. Yeah. (laughs) Justified, yes, absolutely justified. Absolutely, I would not have, um, if I would have saw a video of that. I'd be like, yeah. also, can't believe you didn't flip four. It's not every day that you call in a rookie plays, you know, fifteen nice minutes, very nice minutes, protected, but um, and scores a goal. They played with like every single D pair too. Yeah. And just like he's just also, I saw. Is that still kind of a questionable decision though? Burning a year of his entry level and uh, you, uh, they're, they're, year they're, of unrestricted. They're going for it. Um, yeah, for I don't a playoff know. run though. Like I don't know. Um, I think like my, my, the way I look at it, is, I was surprised that it was just such like a. It wasn't didn't seem to be really getting questioned at all. Like no, it's just like, yeah. No, I was one, like, yep, McCarr's getting in the lineup, and I was like, I think he's that good game. that they. they I guess they just realize yeah. you know yeah if this can this can make another series or two that's enough revenue. To I think like I think like what they're thinking so. too is like he's that's true. He's yeah. gonna be so good they're gonna have to pay him anyway. So yeah, what what's in, I mean obviously. You want to take advantage of those entry level contract years. Well, hopefully as, they as just have a really good idea of who they're going to need to pay at what specific time. Right? And, and, they, and well, and and they've got they've got McKinnon locked down to such a, such a good year. Well. Yeah. Six point five. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, I mean, I think they can take a little bit of a mm-hmm. little bit of a chance, but um, just give Cal eleven right now. Screw the entry level. So yeah, obviously game four tonight, uh, huge game. Uh, don't, we're not going to talk about it too much because yeah. everything is going to change after Anything tonight. Yeah. Nashville, Dallas, the exact same. This. The series just as low scoring as we all expected. Can't wait to watch three goals tonight. Yeah, uh, Nashville just so good at five on five. Yeah, uh, Ben Bishop really looked pedestrian in game three, where Pekka Rene stood on his head, stole the show, gave them the two one lead. If he can do it tonight, heading back into Nashville, not much Dallas is going to be able to do, I don't think. But again, game four switches everything. If Dallas ties it up. You know, best of three. Yeah, anything can happen. I actually like Dallas a lot in the series. Uh, I believe on the show I said Nashville in seven. When I actually filled in my bracket, I took the Stars to, to win six. the series. Yeah, I took it in six. <laughs> so just like well, the more I looked at it, I was just this is like a really bad matchup for Nashville. I, I think, and it's kind of played out that way. Like, Nashville still doesn't have a power play goal. It hasn't mattered. Oh, the power play is just that so bad. Cool. Yeah, I know, but good. Nashville or Dallas are pretty good special on special teams, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, it should be a pretty difficult matchup for them. I think Bishop having the off game is kind of uh, you know the. Wasn't expected anyway, mm-hmm. um, but I would so much. I think I'd rather have Ben Bishop and Pekka Rene moving forward anyway. Uh, but especially when After you're facing, past, you know, yeah. the worst power play in the NHL. Uh, again, I just think it's so hard to base a cup run with you know you're only scoring on seven percent of your power plays or ten percent of your power or zero percent. Yeah, <laughs> or zero percent. Uh, They're just hoping they can get I to the finals. It's now. tough to win a series that way. So yeah, I'm not ready to write off the stars. I still think it's a good matchup for them. Um, so yeah, I, but obviously you got to win today. Going down three one to that team. Going back to Nashville, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're buried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you don't want to end up back in. Nashville. It's already not great for them because they have to win one more game in Nashville throne, yeah. at least, uh, which is not an easy thing to do. And you got to assume you're going to win in Texas, which obviously isn't like a the most intimidating place to go and play. No yeah. offense no. to the Stars fans. Ben Sieg and Rasmus back anyway. together. To start the game, they yeah. always end up back together at some point. Zooks is playing but, phenomenal right uh, now. Ben Sieg and Radulov back shadow. together at the top of the lineup. Obviously, the Stars need a big game out of those three. Yeah. And uh, see where it goes. I mean, I 
I still like the Predators in this one. I took Predators at five, but and, and, and if they win tonight, it is Predators at five. But uh, Stars can definitely win, and who knows what's going to happen from here on out. Not going to get too far further deep into this one. Uh, St. Louis to Winnipeg. Uh, me and D were call, called bias uh, after last week's episode because we... <laughs> Which doesn't even make sense. We both just love the Blues so much. Uh, neither one of us even knew for the it's record. It's not bias, it's just an opinion. Yeah. Didn't I also <laughs> take the Blues as well? Uh, you, yeah. In the series? Yeah. No. Yes, you did. Maybe, yeah. I don't yeah. know. We, we, we took them to go to the Cup so final. We, oh, we took them both oh, to go to the Cup final. So, okay. um... <laughs> Yeah, we got called biased, uh, and it was just, we just neither one of us even knew, Lewis. neither one of us even, even it's knew. It's actually a pretty objective point of view, but okay. Yeah, neither of us. Best record in the NHL since January when Bennington came up, but, yeah. uh, you know. What but it was know? just like, I didn't even know that I, you, like, I didn't know you had St. Louis going to the cup final. You didn't yeah. know I had St. Louis going to the cup final, then we were yeah. talking about on the show, we're like, holy fuck, we yeah, both have St. Louis going to the cup final. That would make terrible content if you talked about it before, and you're like, hey, why don't we both put St. Louis yeah. in the final, man? I had a fantasy draft, like, the next that day content. or that day, and you then with my first and second round pick, I took O'Reilly and Terrence Angle. Like, I'm all, I was all in, like, well before that episode. Yeah, they needed that overtime win last night, though. Yeah, they, they, again, yeah, game four is just such a big swing. Not uh, The series really up in the air again. Even though St. Louis uh, clearly has the advantage on paper, uh, whenever you have as much talent and skill as the Jets do, uh, Patrick Laine suddenly showed up. He's a hockey player again. Yeah. Who would have thought? I was, you know, saw it coming. I mean, he took sixty games off. He yeah. usually does a, a nice 20, 30 game stretch. <laughs> he's back. If he gets hot, he gets hot. If he's, he's cold, he is cold. Uh, yeah, I guess. Eh? So we all we all were on the St. Louis bandwagon there, uh, heading into the series. Best of three now, heading back to Winnipeg. Uh, I'm still in on St. Louis. I just think that they're better top to bottom. Bennington. Uh, has played so well, uh, you know. Outside, outside of a six bit, spot, uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say outside of game three, but he's yeah. looked he's looked uh, really strong. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, still with St. Louis on this one. Yeah, yeah, I, I that dude know. doesn't get shaped, shooken, so yeah. I think he's in the exact same mindset. He you was. see, he took the puck last night, and everyone was complaining about it. <laughs> so bad. I, 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 I don't know, like if he had the wherewithal, but I guess the Jets wanted the puck because it was like their first ever overtime yes. victory and whatever franchise. Yada, oh, yada. I bet he did know. Yeah, he I, I don't know. Yeah, you guys scored on just scooped the puck and skated right off. <laughs> A little gamesmanship from yeah, uh, Jordan. I love it. Um, yeah, seen? no, I obviously I like St. Louis coming into the series, so I have to still like him. Yeah, we got to stick to our guns. Yeah, you can't. You can't uh, fall the crazy back thing now. Of, you'd yeah. love if they didn't have to win a game in Winnipeg moving forward, but uh, they haven't lost one in Winnipeg. Yeah, yet, so. <laughs> but that's what happens when you're dead last in division after December. You're not going to have home ice come yeah. uh, come April. You don't see that very often, eh? Where they they, they just win two in Winnipeg and lose two on home ice. Yeah. You never see that where they just well, especially in NHL, home ice or home advantage. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big factor just in terms of. Uh, you know, the coaching and everything else, but... Is it making it to seven? Yes. Uh, I think so. I, I Yeah. Or not. I, I, I took it in seven. I, I took him in seven to start. Um, well, we, we talked about, like, I think I said it, we said it multiple times on the show anyway, that, you know, we both had him going to the cup finals, but that's obviously all based on them getting the past hardest Winnipeg. Match, yeah, hardest it was almost like their right hardest now. matchup, yeah. especially with how we each had it played out in our bracket for them, uh, is this is this one with Winnipeg, so... Uh, you know, it's a bit of a cop out to pick someone to go to the finals, and then also say I wouldn't be surprised if they get bounced in round one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it makes sense. It's just so you much. You could also have jumped on the Winnipeg. There's so much yeah. skill on that you team. Can you can just outplay them. Five it's the same, yeah, it's the same thing with Hurricanes versus Capitals. Yeah. Or you can outplay them. You know, five out of six games. Big and Buff gets mad. Not guarantee that you're going to come out on top. Big yeah. Buff's played so well. Yeah, he's a force. Such a force. He's got. I was talking about it too the other day. It's so like it must suck so bad to be Patrick Maroon. Because, like, he's just always out there having to stand up to Bufflin. And you can just see, like, he's just like, fuck. Like, out of his I league. wish there was somebody bigger than me on this team. Like, why do I have to be this guy? He's just going to be the guy that stands there it's and like takes they, a beating. Ryan Reeves back. That, that line, honestly, should be getting more run than it is, too. Because it, they've been playing the fourth line a lot. And it's really eaten into the Bozak line's minutes. And yeah. uh, that line is pretty effective all season long. So, uh, I think, like, Bozak and Maroon, they're all playing 10, 11 minutes per game right mm-hmm. now. Uh, so... You know, kind of questionable, I would say, from uh, Craig Barube. Uh, when you got four good lines, though, it's hard to... I mean, you're obviously going to play that Tarasenko, uh, O'Reilly line mm-hmm. a shitload. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sunquist Perron yeah. uh, line's been... Schwartz line's been really good, too. So, it's just... It's not a lot of minutes left for the, the bottom six. Yeah, I just... I, I'd probably just give more minutes to the yeah, third like line I'm, than the fourth I mean, Barbashev has been pretty effective. He's yeah. throwing the body like I, I just think there's not I, a lot I, of upside I, to playing that line. No, I, I agree kind of you. playing them to play an even game, especially against a team like the I'd Jets. rather them play six minutes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I agree with you in that one. Uh, aspect. Uh, Let your okay. fourth line be a good fourth line. You know, they don't got to be 
Anything more than that. <laughs> you got a good fourth line, it should be just that. Speaking cool. of fourth lines, Ryan yeah. Reeves seems to be uh, living rent-free in uh, in the Sharks' heads at this point. Vander Kane's oh, 30, the Golden 39 Knights. penalty minute. Yeah. 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 Uh, I love all that banter going back and forth between the two. Uh, I was Also, hats one. off to... Kane, if we're talking about going after fights and yeah, everything yeah. else, to go after reason, really hung in there. And yeah. then, and then, I, and then after saying that he just throws pillows, I don't know about did that. You see though, that one? He's just like, we, he's like, oh, we all the saw the fight, guy. so I don't know how you can really like chirp. He's after. like, for being the toughest guy in the league, like I really expected more. Like he was throwing his pillows out there. So well, he was. You can tell Kane was ass. doing everything he could to, so yeah, Reese couldn't get anything on yeah, this fight. Yeah, he, he set himself up in a spot where he could chirp like that. But yeah, yeah, I was watching that fight and just like imagining how quickly Ryan Reeves would ragdoll me in my life. Like I think I would just immediately call as soon as he like I think he would just like grab me and like legit throw me like not even throw a punch just throw me like into <laughs> the bench or something they create the term yeah. turtle I am um, big yeah exactly that's what you do <laughs> yeah I was joking yeah. I'd actually give myself a concussion from how quick my knees would hit myself in the face yeah, it would have looked it would have looked exactly like uh, Nazem Kadri after he buries yeah, the brush yeah, and then Chara gets turn. hold of him he's like ah can we talk? Get about, me out of here! Can we talk about that turtle too? Just the turtle on top of the brush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, this guy's probably concussed. Let me hide on top yeah. of him. Just Maybe like, he'll grab him. his own guy and throw him into the crowd yeah. instead of me. Um, um, I was the only one that picked Vegas in the series. They got a three-one lead. I actually picked. Ended up picking them in my bracket. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. But I think I took San Jose in seven, right? Like, you took, I, yeah, you took yeah. San Jose in seven. So you took the more, San Jose to the San, finals. Yeah, San Jose. In actually, seven, winning right. the cup. Yeah. Um, Over the not a great call, Mike. <laughs> what? It's just Martin Jones for you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I know I still can't believe like I'm, I guess you did end up picking them, but I remember when you picked him on the show last because like all we've done is bash Martin Jones for 25 minutes. Yeah. And you're like, but I like the Sharks. I'm like, it's kind of justified now though after watching their top nine Aaron is as, as good as anyone. Obviously, the blue line is probably the very best, right? So you'd like to think that would hold more weight, uh, but when you're playing good teams in the playoffs, that sub 900 goaltending, you know. It's hard to hide it. Sub 800, I think, at this point, right? And the one thing that was kind of... Uh, Crazy. Sub 800. Nobody was really talking about was the Vegas Golden Knights' second line. I mean, they went out, they got Mark Stone. They went out and got Pacioretty in the offseason. They went out and got Stassi in the offseason. Uh, Pacioretty, pretty quiet all year. Uh, Stassi, not, you know, he was banged up for most of the year. Mark Stone, pretty solid after the trade. Postseason hits. Fucking dominant. Yeah. Um, well, they they like the puck. I would say a couple of things. The puck wasn't really going in for them. Their numbers of five v five were already awesome, we, and we talked about that a ton. This yeah, year. Uh, like our scoring chance percentage over sixty percent, shot attempt percentage already over sixty percent. So, what not surprised to see it going in, especially against you know poor of goaltending is what Martin Jones has displayed. Uh, but also to speak to Pacioretty, one the guy really didn't get that much. Uh, of a full run, didn't get a lot of first power play time. His minutes were closer to 15 than 20. Which Still only playing 16, 41 in the playoffs. Exactly, that's right. what I'm saying. Uh, and then there was a lot of injuries on that line, right? Sassany was out. Obviously, Stone wasn't there. Uh, the Pacioretty himself was out. So we didn't really get a full look at that second line. I'm speaking more towards Pacioretty's production and maybe why it was off. Uh, again, they didn't have the puck bouncing their way even when they were healthy, but there's a good chunk of the season where he wasn't playing with either Sassany or Stone. So uh, not totally surprised he'd come around, it's, again, especially with how bad of goaltending they're getting out of martin jones they are currently one two and three in playoff scoring so far yeah. uh Pacioretty, four goals six assists ten points mark stone six goals four assists ten points stastny two goals six assists eight points they've combined for 28 points through four games um mark stone shooting a robust 54.5 percent <laughs> yeah said sounds like the blue jackets power play so yeah. that game the other night was the Best hockey game he's ever played in his life. Yeah. Um, the one where he had, I believe it was two and two and one um, with the game winner. So yeah, just throwing little subtle chirps at Ottawa, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, absolutely Kick them down, Mark. They Kick absolutely them smashed uh, San Jose five nothing last night. Uh, beat him up real nice. Three one. Does San Jose have a chance of coming back here, boys? I don't know. It seems Behind like, Martin Jones? I do not think so right now. Um, Aaron Dell got in last rolling. night again. <laughs> Martin Jones. Uh, giving up two goals on seven shots. Who starts? They don't even know for sure who's starting. Yeah, I think Dell didn't look much better coming in. No. This point, the one thing we did say about Jones. Bring back Nabokov. Yeah, bring back it. The well, they're talking about the the AHL goalie too. I forget his name. Troy. No, he plays for. Starts with an S. Anyway, he might even get a look. But uh, we were talking about Jones Stalic before the series isn't. about how in- inconsistent he's been. But he still has those games where he just looks like a legitimate NHL. Uh, you know, starting goaltender, even elite just, goaltender at times. He's right? three in a row now. We haven't seen it yet. I, I was expecting that to at least kind of, uh, you know, come into play a little bit. That uh, for as bad as he is, he is a goalie that every once in a while will just steal a game for you for, yeah. you know, goaltending's voodoo, yada, yada. 
but I think at this point, yeah, it's against a team that's just as solid, as disciplined, as consistent as the Golden Knights are. It's hard to imagine winning three in a row with Jones as poor as he's playing right now. Yeah, that's what it is. I just don't see him being able to take one of the net, or you know. Yeah, but at the same the time, like with how talented that team is and how loaded they are up, up front and on the blue line, uh, wouldn't be shocked if they came back, or especially if they made it close, they got it back to seven games. Uh, but they're going to need to score a lot of goals to do it. And I think that's the other big thing that we haven't really talked about yet is how well Marc Andre Fleury's played. Uh, you know, to really just make it, Jones look so bad in comparison to right. That really was the advantage that uh, Vegas was going to need to take full advantage of if you know they were going to win this series. And obviously, that's what's happened. Fleury's just played the lights out of uh, yeah. Jones at this point, skating laps around him uh, on the ice. So. Uh, shouldn't be totally surprised see yeah. Fleury have success in the playoffs but uh, there was a narrative for a long time when he was in Pittsburgh that he wasn't a playoff performer so kind of funny how he flipped the switch on that in Vegas and uh, even or there's two years with a cup run in uh, Pittsburgh but then Murray took the other one so yeah, uh, yeah. interesting I, obviously I think that experience goes a long way and it helps again when you have uh, such a defensively disciplined team and just a, a solid team in front of you as the Golden Knights. If the, Vegas ever doesn't make the playoffs, they're going to have to set up some type of booth where they just explain to people, hey guys, this is how it works. You sometimes <laughs> don't make it to the finals every single round because I don't think their fans know that. Um, no, I don't think they're ready for and it. And it. it really is amazing. Um, they are, when they're going, they're going. And right now they're going. Quote yeah. that one. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I do not see San Jose turning it around here. Um, I love them on paper. I loved how they were doing going into it. I love the idea that Eric Carlson was going to be back, but yeah. it just all doesn't seem to be lining up um, and not to beat uh, a, dead know, horse. a dead horse, but yeah. Martin Jones. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's looking very much like a dead horse at this point. Uh, the one thing that's just so crazy about the Golden Knights is that second line has just been super dominant, but the top line really hasn't done a whole lot yet. Uh, so, you know, they had a good game last night, right? No, yeah, they, they've played well. I'm just saying, just from a scoring really, standpoint, they on. haven't put up the points. They don't have time. Uh, too busy getting yanked because line two's putting all. I don't know where I'm going with this, but regardless, doing all the work. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so far, Riley Smith, three points in four games, just three assists. Marcia Sokol and an assist. Uh, William Carlson, one shorthanded goal, which was a beauty. Huge, um, yeah, that was but just to see Mark Stone and Pacioretty averaging 2.5 points per game in the playoffs is pretty impressive. Crazy. It's everything we've wanted in uh, fantasy hockey for the last couple of years when we told you to pick them up. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, before we go, all three of us had Tampa Bay going to the finals. Um, at the start of the playoffs. Yeah. Since that's not possible anymore, Beebs, we'll start with you. Who's coming out of the East? Woo! Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's fucking go, Toronto baby. Leafs. Let's fucking go. Over here pumping yeah. my jersey. You know I'm going to say the buds. You don't even got to ask. Yeah. Uh, that toughest road to the cup final just got a whole lot easier with that ah. sweep. Ask uh, who's going the other side, though. Yeah, exactly. Just picks Calgary. <laughs> two games in, three still, games in. Still Calgary. <laughs> I know. I you know I thought the Leafs would have been able to give Tampa a run for their money. I talked about it at the start of the season where I think the Leafs weren't the, necessarily the best matchup uh, for the best team ever. Uh, but they lost to the Blue Jackets. You know, obviously some respect to be played for the Blue Jackets. Still be a very tough series, but you know from a numbers perspective, you have to feel better about the Leafs' chances if they can get by Boston tonight's a huge step to that. You got to win tonight. Uh, they win tonight. They don't have to worry about winning in Boston again, which is. Very, very nice. They can just take care of it. Game six at home. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I know a lot of the models right now are looking pretty favorable to the Leafs with the Lightning getting bounced and the 2-1 series lead. Uh, but honestly, if you're if you're looking at it right now, the toughest series they'll have until the cup final and maybe even after, depending on how that shakes up, it's obviously the Boston Bruins right now, right? So if they can get past Boston, I don't see why there's any reason they can't make it to the final. Uh, and then my fandom will do the rest and just push that pick over the top for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna have to jump on board too. I picked, uh, I picked them to beat Boston in seven. I'm obviously sticking with that after going up two one. Woo! Um, I have Carolina beating Washington, and I don't see uh, the Leafs losing to either the Islanders or Carolina. So, uh, I mean, I, I, even if they end up seeing Washington, I don't see how they. Lose that series. You're allowed to call us biased for this uh, one, by the way. No, you know what? We did get called <laughs> yeah, biased for these last yeah, week. No, I'm but just like, literally, this. I am the last person. Oh, my person. pick's totally biased. I'm much. the last one that would pick the Leafs to go to the finals, but like the the Lightning losing, it, it yeah. opens. But, I mean, Brock, I think we're so under. I think so we are in the gutter from how bad your year's been that we're just convinced that your brain's all scrambled. No, shit, I just, so. I just, uh, yeah. I, I think we're vastly underrating uh, the Blue Jackets, but 
I still just, you know, same reason why I picked the Lightning in five is why I would expect the Leafs to be able to beat them as well. So, yeah. uh, you Who's know, sets up side? nice. But, I mean, hey, if Boston beats Toronto in this first round, then yeah. Boston's my pick to go. And I guess we should talk about potentially seeing Washington. Or, uh, <laughs> I would not want the Leafs to have to face the Islanders in the third round either if the Islanders are able to get past uh, into the conference final. I, you know, I, just a lot of bullshit that I, I would not want the Leafs to have to deal with yeah. going to, especially with Any the Islanders. Deal with just Lou on yeah, the Islanders would have the home ice advantage in that matchup too, so they'd have to play four. Would Tavares even like make it out alive? Like not even just like not even out, know. not even out of like the ring. I don't, like, yeah, don't, don't want to have to deal with that storyline. I don't have to deal Ugh. with that narrative. So I'll be cheering heavy for the Caps or the Canes if they somehow uh, push out of the next Canes. series. Uh, but I mean, if the Leafs choke and end up losing to Boston, then I don't have it. You know, horse in the race, so what do I care? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, season Colorado's going to win the other side. <laughs> for episode 31 of the DFO podcast, uh, as usual, we'll be back again next week. I think Vegas. Uh, well, it's still St. Louis if they get through. Obviously. Yeah, no, I definitely. But there's not a whole lot to like on the West. So Colorado could do it, I think. There's a lot of parody on that side. We will be back again next week. So, uh, you know, enjoy playoff hockey. Got the leaves in the buds for you two boys tonight. Wings already on the golf course for me. Leafs um, in the buds. <laughs> did I say leaves in the buds? Yeah. Abs in the buds. No, leaves is all that matters. Leafs, buds, abs, and <laughs> feet or whatever. I don't know what their other nickname would be, but I'm calling them Lanch Bud. Whatever. Uh, talk to you guys next week. Peace. Right, you put in six hours. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.